0: Lovers quarrel. squirrel. It's a long, sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey,
1: everybody. It's
0: your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool.
1: And it's your girl, Danny, your marvelous words. Marvelously messy marsupial.
0: What's a marsupial?
1: It's a type of animal. Think like a uh, koala. Think like kangaroo. Those I think they're both, both marsupials. marsupials. Okay. Yes. Okay, nails. I see you. Do you like them? I thought, I thought I went a little dainty It's like a little flower, like pressed flowers Yeah,
0: I mean, it's like It's different this is all your nails These
1: are my nails, it's just with the acrylic overlay oh. But the length is all me Okay
0: Shout out to you I'm
1: trying here So, But welcome to another episode of Lover's Quarrel Yes, yes um, As always, if this is your first time listening, welcome If this is your second time listening, welcome back this is your third or more time listening. You're a family at this point. So. You're my lover. <coughs> didn't like using lover, but I don't, I'm, but it's I'm okay. I'm using it. You go and right ahead. And as
0: always, you can follow us on Twitter at Lovers 7, or- IG, Lovers Quarrel Show. And you mm. can always send emails at show at com. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to apologize to my wife. And I told her I would do this before we recorded before that the last episode aired because I listened back to it and I realized I was, ah, I just made a board right there. I realized that I was being trash. So to m- to my lovely wife who gets on my nerves mm-hmm. 99.9% of the time, I apologize for coming at your neck.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I accept your apology and I'm thankful to all of our uh Family, our listening family, who reached out to TJ to.
0: But no one had to reach out to me. I reached out to them and tell them like this episode I was trash. No, and then those I, who did reach out. I
1: yes, with them, but, but I. What I'm saying though is that it it's appreciated when people. Reach out. And I'm not saying this just because I like, they were telling me, telling in this case, like, TJ, you're wrong. Danny was right, whatever. But it's just really nice that, like, people are invested enough to, like, make the commentary and, and kind of call it like they see it. But in this particular instance, I'm also very grateful because it helps either reinforce what TJ's already come to the conclusion that he needed to do better, or sometimes it opens his eyes to the perspective I was trying to present to him or that maybe one that he hadn't other he hadn't yet considered. So thank you. Shout out to y'all.
0: So my uh, elevator is based off of that. So can we uh <coughs> are we going up or down? We're gonna start up. We're gonna go up first and then I'm gonna need to go down.
1: Oh I have that both too. Okay, okay so I'm just gonna um, start up. Going ooh, sorry. Y'all I'm getting still kinda getting over this cold so my voice is a little cruddy all right going up
0: so for me i wanted to going up because of growth the fact that i was able to listen to the to our discussion prior to being released and realizing that i was wrong so i can apologize before other people have to tell me to me is growth and growth is always good so that's why we're going up Mm mm-hmm you can
1: going down
0: okay I was going to say you can do your up but going down uh, it is paying for shit you could have done yourself and what I mean by that is
1: <laughs> I think I just getting hear that
0: um, that actually goes perfect but our daughter Tatum
1: light of our life
0: flushed um, a fake credit card Yes, from her down little toilet, shopping kit. And it stopped up our toilet.
1: She said it was dirty. That's what she said? <laughs> she was like it's dirty. So I put it in the toilet, mommy.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I maybe they I don't know why I just thought about remember when um I'm sorry to interrupt, but remember when Kevin Hart did the special when he was talking about his daughter had a sleepover and she was like, Somebody had to go. I don't know why I just thought about that when it was like Tatum was like, Something had to go down the toilet. And
0: so, yeah, it was the fake credit card. So it wasn't flushing. It was just kept on stopping. So I'm like, damn, this is fucked up. So I put in a, a claim through our warranty, paid $100 and they just plunged it. And it was like working. And I'm like, Yo, I tried this. And it was like, well, maybe because you had it sitting here for a few days, it it did this. And I'm just like, I hate when that happens. This has happened before. <coughs> our garbage disposal. Come on.
1: Excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm getting over a cold. It snuck up on me. I apologize.
0: Change. Move your face.
1: I, it snuck up on me.
0: I, how does a cough sneak up on you? Continue, sir. Anyway, our garbage disposal probably a year ago stopped working. They literally came and they just used like an Allen wrench or whatever, one of those like joints that come with like IKEA for like those.
1: El key. El
0: key. There you go. And it just popped, in. it was like, oh, it triggered. You had to reset it. down the the drain. So my down is I hate when it's, like, something I could have done and I had to pay for it.
1: I can understand that, and I respect it. Um, Definitely frustrating. Um, Are you – have you completed your elevator? I am. You've stepped off the elevator. You're back in the lobby. So mine is going to go kind of in the opposite direction. So um, I'm going to be going down, but then – going up um without getting into too much detail um it's kind of been like a rough start for in 2020 for a lot of me and tj's like loved ones um for a variety of reasons um basically a lot of it stemming around like health or and or loss um and so while these things have not you know knock on wood directly impacted tj or myself or tatum at the same time though the people who some of the people who matter the most to us have been struggling suffering um going through it basically um and it's one of those things that kind of like happens of course like there's these cycles in life where people are going through rough times hard times um and but you know it feels more like glaringly apparent because this is only the first month, you know, we're 22 days into the 2020 and a lot has transpired since January 1st to now for those people in our lives. Um, Which just kind of sucks because like most people, like you hate seeing the ones that you love hurt or be frustrated or be scared or have to adjust to a new normal. Um, And so while that is kind of like my down and just kind of just to kind of acknowledge that because it's kind of been on um it's kind of been weighing on me on my mind um my up though is that I am very resolute in my faith that these things will turn around right so you know I try to say like listen I was like at least All of the shitty things are getting out of the way in January. So that means you've got February to December for things to just, you know, only go up from here. Um, And which also kind of tiptoe into my relationship tip for this week. Um, And so ultimately when, you know, like I'm seeing loved ones, you know, kind of have a rough start to the new year. But I also see the possibility for things to only go up from here. So, rough start, but I'm confident that things will pick up and finish strong. And that's my elevator.
0: So, was that up or down?
1: It was both. The down was that people were having a rough start, but the up is the faith that things will get better.
0: Got you. Okay. Makes sense.
1: Thank you. Are you ready for your, your relationship tip?
0: Yes. I have a lot of them just floating in my head. So
1: Oh, enlighten.
0: No, you can go first
1: okay well my relationship tip kind of ties right into my um uh elevator talk for today which is um as difficult as it might be sometimes and we all fall into like you know you you ever see okay so i know most of us have always seen that cartoon where it's like the line for compliments is like empty and the line for complaints is around the corner um and that's because we are, almost seems like it's we're hardwired to be negative, to notice the negative, to hate something, to complain about something. So my tip for folks is that in any relationship or any, you know, even any interaction, within reason, like if you have the opportunity to do so, choose joy and choose optimism. You know, don't let someone or something steal your joy or steal your ability to look on the bright side of things. And let me say this, by no stretch of the imagination, am I saying to be naive? um, Because when things are bad, and there's no way to, you know, no any way to, you know, slice it, then you acknowledge that. But then you could still say that, okay, it won't be bad forever. Or, you know, this is this is temporary. Um, I like to think of myself as an eternal optimist in a lot of ways. Um, And I have found that choosing joy and choosing to be hopeful or choosing to be optimistic about something is a relief and a release for me in a lot of ways because it just not that it only just makes me feel better but it just gives me the idea that okay things will not always be this bad so if you're having a from everything from an argument to a hard time with work to family relationship troubles to Friendship issues that within reason, you know, if you have the option to choose joy and it's not going to sabotage your life or hurt you or harm you, then choose joy. If look, you know, there's no harm in 99% of the time in looking on the bright side of things. So be more optimistic because it can't hurt. The world is full of people complaining and being negative, and sometimes just being positive will yield positive results too. So, that is my relationship tip for the week.
0: Our relationship tip for the week is to let go of the past. Um, Something that Danny and I are both uh, something that we both do is when we're arguing, we may bring up something in the past that we've done to justify the argument. Um, and I just thought about it. Like, while yes, it happened in the past, you, c- you got to leave it in the past. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I I would say put a time limit on stuff that you can use, kind of like a, a statue of, of limitations. <laughs> you you okay. know, so if I did something wrong mm-hmm. six years ago, we can't bring it up now. If you did something two years ago, I can't bring it up. So I would say practice on leaving stuff in the past in the past. So that way you're not using it as a as a clutch of, you know, here's my go to. So
1: hmm Well so what if you had to give a statute of limitations, what's the statute of limitations on bringing up prior experiences and behavior?
0: I think like a year.
1: A year? Okay. <laughs> so, and then, and this is simply s- for empirical data. If something, so if you're if a couple is together for seven years, and for the first six years, one of the people in the relationship does something, and then they only don't do it for that last year. Does that mean that that person can't bring up the previous six years?
0: You said it, you did it six years ago.
1: So let's say a couple's been together seven years. For the first for years one through six one of the people in the relationship did have this very like fuck shit like trait that they would always display. And then only in year seven have they like reeled it in some. So then would that mean just, that the statute of limitations so like I mean, that I, person
0: I mean, I think every couple should decide what their statute of limitations are. I Okay. I just think that I think anything past a year, I mean unless something like crazy mm-hmm. or, or something that you do repeatedly, but ultimately we gotta Work on using our converse. Like we got to work on communicating, mm-hmm. and communicating effectively. And I think one of those things is leaving. That's leaving stuff that happened. Like if I for- if I've forgiven you for whatever, or we talked about it and you've made strides, I can't bring it back up because me bringing it back up, why? Why even change? Because you're gonna bring it back up anyway. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I think that every now, listen, there may be another couple who's like, no, I, I need more time. Mm-hmm. That's why it's a tip that I recommend, but it's up to you to to customize how you want it. Mm-hmm. So I would say a year, maybe two, but if it, yeah, I've been together for seven years and you're bringing up stuff from year one, like
1: I agree with that. I can you agree. You can't move that. anywhere. Um, I agree that things should have a statute of limitations, but I also I do think though, and I think you might have maybe maybe. What you said kind of touched on it, but that there but then there might be like one or two like major violations, which is like there's a
0: but what's considered a major violation, whatever whatever, and every couple is different, whatever, whatever,
1: every couple dictates to be like this shit you did in year three. I um, no, I guess I wouldn't bring that up because it's like if you're moving past it, then you should be moving past it. Cause that's my goal. If you can't move past it, so because I, what I was gonna say though was just like kind of like, well, this one thing you did was so so much of a violation that I should be able to bring. I should if be I smack
0: the shit out of you, then no, that that if I smack the shit out of you and now we're together forever, I mean, and and we stayed together, no, I, that may be something that you may never you may never forget. Mm-hmm. But if I did something like. I used to leave the toilet seat up uh, because because we never lived together. And now we're living together. I'm kind of getting used to it. And, and that happened in. two years ago. And now I don't do it no more. But you use it as, as a leverage to, to, to win your argument. Mm. Because the only reason why we bring up stuff from the past is mm. to help us. That's it. It has nothing to do with anything else. But it's a way well, to say, well, you did this to justify whatever you're arguing about. Well, I, I think
1: I think that, I think, so I think there's it's two parts to that. I feel like if you are bringing up something that happened earlier in your relationship that is not a consistent behavior, it's still that's a, still a problem, to use it as like leverage during a particular argument, then no, that's not right. But I do think though is that people have track records of behaviors and actions and things like that so then if it's appropriate to uh, to like reference someone's history of something or track record or something like meaning that they're still they still fall into those same patterns or behaviors to this day then i feel like that is fair because you could say so and so you have been doing this for Six years, and I, we've been talking about this for six years, but I
0: also say so if, if it's a consistent changed- thing, so if I did something year one and then I never did it again, no, and it, if I did something year one and we're in year six, and you're bring up something that happened in year one, no now if I'm doing something year one, two, three, four, five, six, then yeah it, it I think that it would help we're
1: saying the same thing, yeah,
0: no, but i but I said that I said. I also said that it depends on what what the what the offense is. It's going to depend on the couple, and it depends on how often you've done it. I'm just saying, I, when we were arguing yesterday, I bought up something from the past. Mm-hmm. And you bought up something from the past. Mm-hmm. But we bought it up as ways to help our argument. We didn't use it because of... It may have not necessarily... How can I say it Billion. to me? Pertinent to the. the it
1: arguments. wasn't pertinent
0: to what our, to, to what our current argument was.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it was used as as a leverage to say, "Well, you've done this in the past," or or, or this is I, I don't know. You, you got me messed up now.
1: I I understand what you're saying, and I ultimately think, this I think, is... we're, I, think we're, I think we're I think we agree. I think we're saying the same thing.
0: Yeah, but I feel like you're trying to come in on my tip, and
1: I'm not. I promise you that.
0: Anyway, so that's my tip. Like I said, leave the past in the past, and as couples, communicate about what y'all want to leave in the past. Shit, even if you want to do, like, you know, we won't bring this up again. I mean, sometimes you gotta audit past discussions or past things, but I think that when you're using mm-hmm. stuff, can you please remove that or stop it or something? I
1: didn't even just, hear.
0: Just put it down mm-hmm. on, on you. Sorry, her phone keeps vibrating and it's very loud. Um. leave stuff in the past don't bring stuff in the past unless it's like pertinent information like if it's something that's pertinent to whatever then that may be a difference but I feel like there should be a, a limit of a statute of limitations on arguments and, and issues if that person has changed and with that I yield
1: well thank you my good sir Are you ready for your word of the week? I am. I won last week. So I'm ready to have a 2 Pete. Thank you very much.
0: So the word of the week is aggrandize. Okay. Aggrandize. Example is if you are a window washer, but you refer yourself, but you refer to yourself as a Vista enhancement specialist, (laughs) then you're aggrandizing your job title. That that is making it sound greater than it is
1: to exaggerate yes okay aggrandize a aggrandize a g g r a n d i z
0: that is correct
1: bam fuck with me that's what i'm talking about
0: okay you're winning again i am had to give you something easy last week.
1: Oh, so, what was it, onerous, that's easy? Did you know how to spell onerous prior to looking it up?
0: I don't know how to spell a lot of things, but that's not the case. Before, it was just me just giving out words so I can learn, and you wanted to try to be a part of my shit, so.
1: Well, and now you try to stump me. Uh,
0: I mean, that's the competitive edge, right? Sure, I guess. So with this, we're gonna take a moment here a message from our sponsor, and then we'll be back to go over part two of our skin deep questions.
1: Exciting.
0: Yeah. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You
1: need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves. And will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors?
0: Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to gainsportsgear.com And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at Gainsportsgear.com. That's Gains with a Z. G-A-I-N-Z SportsGear.com And now, Let's get back to the show.
1: All right. And we are back. And now it is... (coughs) Excuse me. It's a cough. It sneaks up on you. I've never
0: heard of a cough sneaking up on you.
1: Well, you don't get sick that often, so you don't really know... But when I am
0: sick or when I have a cough, it doesn't sneak up on me. I feel it. Like Like, I feel like I have to cough.
1: Well, no. What happens is, is that I take a deep breath, and then I then... I, like it starts to get in my chest and then before I can even get the words out. I have a cough But again, I apologize folks. I'm continuing to get over my cold But as I was saying this is now time for part two of our skin-deep questions um, Where TJ and I will ask each other question question and then we will both answer said question about the other person you remember where we um I know we were working. I was working from top down and you were working up. So we did seven questions last week and then we were doing seven questions this week so um i think the last the, my first question would be if you do you want me to do the first one
0: yes you could do the first one
1: okay so first question what do you think is the hardest thing
0: for me what do I think is the hardest thing for you?
1: Mm-hmm. Like, what's the hardest thing for me to, I guess, I'm assuming. Well, interpret it how you'd like.
0: Um, That's tough. I don't know what the hardest thing. I mean, the hardest thing for you is like not succeeding or, or not feeling successful or feeling like you didn't. Do something for your children, your students, or feeling like you came up short. You don't like to fail. Fair,
1: that is definitely something that I struggle with. Um, how do you feel like I've dealt with that as I've as we since we've been together? Just as like a follow up to that, you think I've like gotten better, gotten worse, same. Um,
0: I would like to think that you've gotten better I mean I don't see more I would say that you have gotten better because you've kind of you know if you didn't complete it you'll do it the next day like you, you you've kind of found the balance I mean I still feel like you kind of go above and beyond and stress yourself out too much but I think it has gotten better
1: okay Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: And the same question you're supposed to respond.
1: Yes, what do I think is the hardest thing for you? Um, I think the hardest thing for you, mm, I'd probably say like twofold. I think the hardest thing for you on one hand is to um, to be like patient with yourself. And with others. Um, I think sometimes you're like quick to kind of, I don't want to say jump to conclusions, but
0: I'm impulsive.
1: Yeah. You're like, you have an impulsive side to you. And I feel like that impatience and impulsivity sometimes is is a definite like detriment to you. Um, And then I also think that what's hard for you sometimes is to how to articulate your thoughts and feelings in a way that. Can be well received by others. Because I feel like sometimes, I mean, it's, it's kind of apparent on the show, right? Because sometimes I think that you try to say things in a certain way and maybe you don't have the intention of them coming off as like callous or cruel or mean or, you know, harsh, but they, they end up doing that. And so then, like, your like the heart of your message gets lost in the delivery and so i feel as though that is something that's kind of hard for you you've gotten better at it over time but it's still an area where um your words and your, your choice of words and your tone sometimes overpower them the content of your message um if that makes sense um because sometimes i'm on the receiving end of it and it hurts my feelings, and I feel misunderstood and frustrated. And then other times too, it's like somebody else might look at what you're saying or how you're talking to me, and be like, "Why? Why is he talking to you like that?" And I'm like, "No, no, no. This is not. He he doesn't mean it like that." Or sometimes I'll see how you're talking to someone else, and I have to be like, "Babe, like I think you kind of came off a little harsh." So I think that that's just those are two things that are hard for you, like your impulsivity and patience, and you're like message delivery sometimes are still things that are you've definitely gotten better with but you're still growing
0: and learning with how do you describe me to others
1: Um, I will say when I describe TJ phrases that I've used in the past have been like he'll give you the shirt off his back the shoes off his feet I've literally watched you give the shoes off your feet to somebody um that you are you feel and you love very hard you you know and your emotions are not very muddled you either like if you're happy you're ecstatic if you're angry you're livid um you're like there's, there's little shades of gray with you um sometimes you can be a bull in a china shop because you definitely will hear tj before you see him because either so when we lived in our apartment, I would always hear his, like, boots coming up the stairs. Or even now from when we were living in an apartment to our house, TJ is, like, 96% of the time either on the phone when he comes in the house or he's singing a song. So you, I can always hear TJ's conversations coming as he's coming in. That, like, lets me know that you're walking up to the, the, to the front door or um, you're singing your heart out. So, you love to sing. I will give. You the, I would describe that t- to others as well, and that you have a really great heart and you're a very good friend.
0: Make sure I save this episode so I can hear these these nice so words.
1: I say these things to you. Mm, rarely. Well, I will work on saying them more often. If I describe like Danny as okay
0: the smartest person I know. Aww. Um, very talkative. Fair. Just give her just say hi. And she'll go.
1: <laughs> shady lady.
0: How's that shady? That's a compliment. Uh-huh. Um you know, Danny's very bubbly. She could talk about any and everything. She knows a little about everything. Um She's one of my go to's when it comes to just knowledge. Just random stuff. So, that's how I describe her. So I'm
1: smart and talkative. Yeah. Okay. Um, can you um put that on mute, please? Thank you.
0: Says the shady lady.
1: Yeah, but see, I, I don't even know how I that am...
0: noise came out. But I'll mute the computer. Hopefully, this is a mute.
1: It snuck up on you.
0: I mean, this is also a brand new. Laptop. My team. Not at all. (laughs) Can you go to the question?
1: Okay. Um. If you had to call me by another name, what would it be? You've got so many names that you call me, but if you had to choose, I guess, or come up with a different one.
0: I mean, I like calling you Freeman. Why? Buckethead.
1: (laughs) Such an asshole. Um, Why do you like calling me Freeman?
0: Because that's your last name. <laughs> you no, know I probably get that from Eric. You know, because Eric calls me by my first name. He's like, that's your name. He's a, such a dick. <laughs> so maybe calling you Freeman is like you trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's just like. Do you use it when you do, have you used it when you're trying to be a dick? In the past, I have yes, but I've also used it when everything is is Gucci. I know. So. Um
1: buckethead, that's a term of endearment for if you guys didn't know for TJ. Yeah, it's
0: my little buckethead. Um If I had to call you by another name, what would it be? Probably Danny. <laughs> Everybody calls me Danny. I'll call you Danielle.
1: You do call me Danielle sometimes, but you also call me Danny. Do you prefer, have a preference of which name you call me?
0: No, I I just think it depends on what the setting is, or what's going on, what, I guess, whatever comes to my head.
1: Mm. I don't remember how I introduced myself to you as Danielle or Danny.
0: Danielle. It's, oh, you remember? Or well, maybe it was Danny. I don't remember. It was... Fucking fifteen years ago. I know. For so sixteen. I got years I got ago. called
1: Danielle more in high school and then in college. I really got
0: you reinvented yourself. No, but you college cool was definitely
1: the up, upswing of. Up. Danny
0: reinvented herself. She was like, oh my... from this day forward. Oh my god. You guys are gonna call me no, Danny.
1: I was always called Danny all my life growing up by family, but not until I got to college did like my friends and family call me Danny more consistently. Yeah,
0: see, I've always been TJ, and it wasn't until my professional career that I became con- be called <laughs> Terrence. Excuse me.
1: Um, I'm not ever comfortable calling you Terrence. I don't like calling you Terrence. I like calling you TJ, because okay. I don't know. I so like I have a personal pet peeve. I hate when TJ writes like on documents, especially like legal documents, and he write he lets people like write Terrence and that like write Terrence Jr. if they're writing out his full name, because I just feel like there's something that's gonna happen and somebody's gonna be like, well, this is Terrence, not Terrence Jr. and so it's gonna be like this is. His father,
0: and not him. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen. I just have we have I, two different socials.
1: But you're Terrence Jr. So I get be you. Terrence Jr. Write the Jr.
0: Well, I've because of you, I've started using that.
1: Um, but if I had to call you by another name, what would it be? It would not be Terrence. Um, full transparency, Terrence is not one of my favorite names in the world. Um. And know I don't really know I don't see like the differences like TJ has like a thousand and one nicknames for a lot of people and he calls like me Buckethead he calls his cousin like Lil Ugly he
0: honestly if I give you a nickname he used to call me Ladybug
1: sometimes that one was sweet
0: if I give you a nickname I mean they really fuck with you okay
1: I would just I don't know if I had to call you by another name it'd be like probably something when I was angry or something like that so it doesn't even matter no let's hear it I don't know, like
0: fucktard? Fucktard. You see, that's why you don't get other name that's the reason why you was called Danielle in high school.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> that's God. why you
0: were not called Danny. Fucktard. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. Well,
1: I'm I'm on the spot here a little bit, so what? I don't have one. I call you T J or I call you Babe. I don't call you Tej. I just call you I just call you T J or Babe. That's what I like.
0: That's I'll never funny. call you daddy. Because you have a father. I do. Exactly.
1: So um okay your question
0: which of my insecurities drive you crazy now i'm gonna sound dumb right here what's considered (laughs) an insecurity
1: something that you are self-conscious about
0: like my nose your nose i'm like like somebody would say like their nose I was being funny. Oh yeah,
1: I was say I don't have really said. have
0: any insecurities. But go ahead, let me hear wh- which what of my insecurities drive you crazy. I don't even like that question. What? Which of
1: m- so like which something of my inse- that you probably shouldn't have? Which
0: of my insecurities drives Danny crazy? Yes. All right.
1: So, um, can I guess? Sure.
0: I don't know. if it's an insecurity, but that I like take too long to get dressed.
1: That's not an insecurity. Okay, that's, that's just what I like said. a peeve. Okay, all right, go ahead. Um, so, which does irritate me because because then, then you because then you rush me even though I have more to do. One um, of your insecurities that drives me crazy, I would say. I think sometimes your sometimes like when you're when you something matters to you, and you you wonder if you're doing the right thing. You you go you hem and haul like you go back and forth and like I used to remember how I used to describe you as like wishy washy. Um, you
0: say used
1: to. I used to describe you as wish, wishy washy. I definitely have you've heard this before. Never heard this. <laughs> you've <have>. taken it back.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm appalled.
1: So, okay, so when TJ has an important decision to make or it, uh, he has a just it like, yeah. like what? Um, the first thing that comes to mind is like, the live show. So
0: that's not necessarily. Or right, go ahead.
1: So it, it's a, it's an I, th- I feel like it's an example of of a behavior you have, just but demonstrated is that insecurity?
0: on t- Well, well, I guess I was insecure that, that like we were things were things
1: weren't gonna go well, whatever. And okay. then what happens in, is that it becomes like. like a a list of questions like should we do this should we do that should we do this should I do this should I do that I'm gonna do this no I'm gonna do that I'm gonna go back and you go back and forth with each other so when you're like when it's like a, a big decision to be made you're a lot of times like you you weigh pros and cons you go back and forth with yourself but then you like talk yourself in and out of things all the time and so then being like either a witness to that or being pulled into it because like what should I do what should I not do and I'm like this is fine go with that and you're like well actually maybe I'll do this that kind of can be like a little bit of a frustrating thing to witness or be a part of because it's like you go back and forth and back and forth because you, you, you're you not sure you're making the right decision when sometimes you just got to be like, I'm making the right decision, I'm trusting it, I'm going to let it go. So that's something, an insecurity I think that you have that can sometimes make me insane.
0: Okay. Does
1: that help give at least contextualize what, what, what the question is asking?
0: So... So I, I, did, <laughs> I looked this up. Insecurity is tendency to lack confidence or certainty in oneself. Maybe it may be experienced by most people regarding some aspect of their lives.
1: Everybody has insecurities.
0: Um, I don't know what. Maybe being insecure in because you were plus size or whatever the, the terminology is, mm-hmm. um, that insecurity, because of that, I feel like you've coasted life of, you know, like not trying to stand out, not not caring about what you're gonna put on or caring about how you look. As long as it's closed, it was closed. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, especially this go around, because now that you've lost weight, you're still in the same mindset of when you were bigger. So you don't want to buy clothes, but you never like buying clothes. But it's kind of like you have a second chance. So now you kind of need to dress. Like you can't dress the way you did when you were bigger because it's going to make you look bigger.
1: Mm-hmm, I so,
0: uh, you know, like you, you didn't want to buy jeans because you're like, I'm going I'm to lose weight. Whereas for me, it was like, fuck that. I'm going to buy this shit. And if I got to switch up, I'll do that. If I got to buy a size smaller so that way it's going to be tight now and then next week it'll be the perfect fit or in two weeks it'll be the perfect fit then i'm going to do that but i also like shopping i also think you didn't like shopping because most of the time stores didn't have your size in there so it was kind of like that embarrassing that insecure feeling so
1: yeah it makes you crazy sometimes all the time (laughs) okay fair enough all right so um My question to you is, do you ever get jealous of me?
0: No. At least I don't think I do. I'm just trying to think, do I ever get jealous of Danny?
1: There's one area where you would probably say yes. Where? (laughs) When you feel as though everybody gets the best of me and you get the the scraps.
0: But I wouldn't be jealous of you, I'd be jealous of other people. Fair I was thinking that, too. But, yeah. Like, if I could be one of Danny's friends and get that special attention.
1: <laughs> they don't get that much attention. Um, do I ever get jealous of you? All the time. Um, sometimes. Um, I mean, I'm cooler. Oh, my gosh. But go ahead. Um, what I would say I probably get jealous of is... So in our relationship, a lot of times what happens is TJ, like I'll be like, had I done that, you would have had a fit, right? So then I sometimes like, TJ could sometimes be like the voice in my head where if I want to do something or I want to just whatever. And I'll be like, no, no, let me not because if I did that, TJ would have have a hard time. And then a week later two weeks later tj goes and does the exact thing i maybe similar or exact thing i wanted to do but i stopped myself from doing and because i was worried about what he thought and then he goes out and does it and then when i say like dang if i had done that you would have been upset and he'll be like well that's that's on you that's not on me whatever so sometimes i will say like, i might get jealous of tj's like I'm going to do what I, I'm going to do me, I'm going to do what I want to do and either you and get with it to get lost sometimes like approach to things because I end up thinking overthinking things or thinking too much about things and then end up not doing it and then I get like resentful of TJ when he goes out and does the exact thing I was trying to be like mindful of when the shoe was on the other foot. So I hope that makes sense.
0: Give me an example cuz I'm confused.
1: Um okay, so like this past weekend, right? So it was a long weekend. <laughs> Excuse me. Martin Luther King weekend. And on Sunday, I was like, damn, I really I really wish I could get out the house. I kind of am tired of being in the house and just go somewhere whatever. But what I felt and thought was like, if I just like abruptly try to make plans or whatever, TJ is going to be annoyed with me because, A, it's like last minute and I'm just telling him. And so that means like I'm not asking him if he had any plans or anything like that. B, that would also probably require him to stay home with Tatum. So then that means that, like, I'm out with my friends. And so now I'm going to hear the argument about, oh, you make time for your friends, but you don't make time for me. And then so, like, those things are floating around my head. So I just, like, opted not to go out. And then the next day, no, well, later that night, TJ tells me, oh, I'm going out tomorrow um, around 12. And I was like, okay. so And then when I found out that he was going to a date party... I was kind of jealous because I was like, well, shit, I kept myself from doing anything because I was trying to be like, I was trying to think about the different angles of this and how I didn't want to make it seem like I was choosing my friends or choosing something else over him. And I didn't say anything in advance or anything like that. And then here he comes and he's telling me the night before that he's going to do it and he just ups and goes. So that's why I was like, kind of jealous so it might be a little like I might have like kind of created the scenario or created the issue but that's something that happens in my own head but that sometimes leads me to be a little like but I also think that's jealous a little or frustrated different
0: because while I can just go out I would have also make time whereas I feel like if you would have went out you would have went out you would have came home you'd have been tired and then like I play both sides I feel like I'm on offense and defense, and I feel like you 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 play more offense.
1: Um, I I guess I kind of get the analogy. I think though, I what I think though is the only thing I wish sometimes you would do differently because sometimes that, that could be a little bit frustrating is like give a little bit more like fair one. because I feel like I like I, and maybe maybe it's me. I, I'll say this. I will own that maybe it's I've created this narrative in my head where it's like. If I want to do something that doesn't include you, if I get like invited somewhere, like, I got to give TJ, like, 10 business days notice. Yeah. And
0: I'm glad you said that you made that up in your head yourself. Because. Because I've never said that you can't go out. I've never. My issues are, my issues are never going to be that. But my issue would be me and you are chilling now, and you're saying, I'm tired. And then tomorrow, I'm tired. And then the next day, I'm tired but then your friends but then you're not tired to go out to a happy hour or you're not tired to do something else so for me it just feels like i just thought you were tired so that's that's where i'm coming from that's where you're going to get an argument from me cuz it's that like hostility. bro you just said you was tired you just said for 4 days you were tired or or you're sick and you can't do anything but then you pop up the next day and you're going out so that's, just to give context, like, I don't care that you go out. Go out. Have fun. I'm, I'm never going to tell you that you can't. But when you tell me that you're tired, then for me, that means you should be tired for everything.
1: <laughs> you're like a kid. Like, oh, if you're sick, you're too sick to go outside. You too.
0: I mean, I think I take words very literal. So You
1: do take words. But that is another peeve of mine. Words
0: meet things. They
1: do. But yeah there's nuance to words
0: i'm just saying but but you're
1: but that that is a peeve of mine i think that's a definite thing where like you take things so literally that i think it but that's what i feel like that creates like communication issues sometimes that's fair okay you have a question to ask me
0: what do you think i'm missing out on by being with you boom
1: I'm thinking, y'all. Sorry. Not to have any dead air. am
0: not missing out on nothing. Fuck wrong with you. Best thing never happened to you.
1: <laughs> I, I want to be honest about this question. Like, I don't want to say that you're, sure. you're not missing out on anything. Because nobody is a complete package. Nobody has everything. But, um, I would say that I think you're, mi- by being with me, you're missing out on someone who maybe is a little bit more maybe matches your energy when it comes to like impulsivity and like spur the mo- spontaneity like having somebody and, and maybe dare I say confidence um, I think those are areas that I've always kind of struggled in and so by being with me you've had to either be on the receiving end of those insecurities or frustrations or you've intentionally or unintentionally fed into those things. Um, and so because I'm somebody who's like more, I, I have insecurities and, and feelings and things like that. And then also too, like, I don't like to just like rush into st- certain things or I don't like to make ra- like like snap judgments about things a lot of the time. So I think that maybe you you, by being with me, like you're missing out on a person who, is a little bit more like get up and go than I am. Mm, I
0: don't I'm not really a get up and go type of person though. I'd actually prefer to stay in the house. Well personally.
1: Okay. Well then do you I mean, okay I mean you don't have to agree if these are things that you're missing out. Already I'm just what, what 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 do you think you're missing out on by being with me?
0: I feel like it's a trick question. Yeah.
1: We can we can both I'm answer playing. both. Sides.
0: Um, I don't know if I'm missing out on anything, per se. Um, I mean, there's been nothing that I've truly wanted to do that I couldn't do because I was with you. So I don't think there's anything I'm necessarily missing. At least not now. And that's just you know who's to say that. A year from now, six months from now, I mean, I I may feel different, or um, I think matching my energy and certain things would maybe if I had to choose, I would say that. I kind of agree with that. I feel like sometimes I am that. Sometimes I, I I'm I'm crazy impulsive, but I also feel like that may help. You know, that I'm not. But yeah, I. because sometimes it you know we may dodge that bullet, or I may spend more money on something. If I had a, a partner who was like, "Hell yeah," that's why I like hanging out with Eric, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta be careful because Eric is all about pull a trigger, and you know he'll be like he'll pretty much shame me into spending money that I didn't want to spend, Mm-mm-mm. which is a negative, but it's also a positive because sometimes I'll be like, "Nah, this shit is too much," like my my leather coach book bag. It's like one of my favorite book bags. But it was like one in some... 100... I think it was like 150. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, I ain't gonna do this. But I needed... I needed that... <laughs> he bullied you into buying it? He didn't, nah, he didn't bully me, but <laughs> I needed him to be like, shoot, shoot that shot. Like, pull the trigger. Uh, so sometimes I... Sometimes I need someone to agree with me, but sometimes I need someone who doesn't, so...
1: To be like, no, don't buy that. Um... So now you have to answer the question, what do you think I'm missing out on by being with you?
0: I mean you never had a whole phase, you know. So that's what you're missing out on. Okay. Um what do I think you're missing out on? I mean, maybe not having, you know, I'm because I am impulsive and stuff like that, I, I may make you jump into stuff that you're not you wasn't sure if you wanted to or you know fair but i don't i don't know if you're necessarily missing anything or cuz again that is nothing that i feel like if you wanted to do i would have a problem with you doing um i think for me the only thing is just keep the same energy is my favorite thing. So if you can have a trip with your girls, you can have a trip with your husband. If you can not be tired for them, you can be not not be tired for me. But other than that, I I, I don't think that you're missing anything. Do you feel like you're missing anything?
1: Um, no, not really. I think the only thing I would probably add to that is that because so I think it kind of ties back to like what you started at the beginning of the episode, I guess, which is emotional maturity, because that is something that in recent years you have been working on and trying to get better at. But there was a lot of time where you were not very emotionally mature and being with you meant I had to deal or with that or be on the, like the receiving end of that emotional immaturity. So being with someone who was emotionally mature earlier on in the relationship might have been the only other thing I would say.
0: You feel like that would have helped you? Or made it...
1: I mean, I think it would have... I think it could have helped because I think it would have been alleviated a lot of our many arguments if we were actually able to, like, talk nice to each other more consistently. Sorry.
0: Um, That's fair. But... I think for me, it's like... I also
1: know you're trying.
0: I would... I prefer being able to grow with somebody who is also... Like, our playing fields was kind of the same, so we literally grew up together. Had I been with somebody who was more mature or somebody who, you know what I mean, I may have not lasted with somebody else, or yeah, but I, I may have I am not more wanted to be with somebody else, or, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I think, although we are opposite, we do have some things that are that we connect on, which I think is important. Because, yeah. because, if, because if, if we were the same... If you were more like me, we probably would be at at each other's neck so much more. <laughs> probably, like, like if we were both moody or both.
1: So who's moody, me or you?
0: I'm more moody. Glad we have that on record. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, but that's the reason why I. That's the reason why I was able to apologize to you about last week and, and apologize first and be able to tell my friends like, listen, I was being a dick this week, so. I'm forewarning y'all like I'm the type of person that I have to go through things for me to grow and then and and then hopefully I can grow from those situations and not repeat the same things so yes
1: and I do love and appreciate that about you and I guess the only thing I would say is that just sometimes know that and I obviously I have growth and I have things that I have to get better at too but sometimes it can be difficult to be the person that's always like along for the ride for the, that has to go through those ups and downs and peaks and valleys of that emotional growth. Um, because you know, it, it, the highest highs and the lowest lows also impact me sometimes. That's all. But I think, <coughs> excuse me, we have reached our final question for our skin deep series. And, um, I think we're going to be very. I think I'm going to be very on point with TJ's answer to this question. Um, the question is, do we have enough sex? No. I say you're
0: answering it for TJ, right?
1: TJ would say no.
0: Danny would say yes.
1: I would say yes and no.
0: Okay, she would say yes and no. Because
1: I, I, I am a believer that in marriages in long-term relationships that they're going to be ebbs and flows. There's gonna be high seasons. There's gonna be slower seasons. That's trash. And I didn't say that. That's what I didn't say. It was great. I'm just saying. I feel like that's just a reality.
0: It's a reality. And if you're allowed to be a reality, I, I I feel like yes. You may get it in more times one week, but I feel like once it gets past like seven days, what are we doing?
1: What if I had like okay, so. So okay, so I, T.J. and I have had like a little bit of like a, a rough patch these last let's say like three weeks um, and what I when I was talking I was talking to my friend Mercedes and we were discussing like how we were feeling and one thing I kind of took note of was that I had my period and I'm not and let me let me stop right now and say this that I'm not making an excuse for poor behavior moodiness. Feeling some type of way, having strong emotions about something on just being menstrual, but it does impact things. But I don't want any man. But you just started getting
0: a menstrual cycle again.
1: Okay. So let me let me finish my thought. Go ahead. Let Let me. So I I just but I just wanted to kind of do like a a trigger warning of like do not try to like say like oh she's just you know it's it's her time of the month that's why she's acting like that but there is some truth to it it's just but it just can't be a blanket statement um and then on the heels of that i got sick so when i thought about that i was like that could be part of the factors or that could play a role not the, not the oh, the whole reason into my decrease in sex drive and um you know when and so when i say that like when you know tj thinks we don't have enough sex I think that we do some some of the time but I just feel like I'm more at I'm comfortable with the notion that we'll have like busy seasons where we're doing it all the time and then we'll have seasons where things slow down for a couple of weeks or something and then we kind of pick back up but I I just feel like everything is like cyclical it's ebbs and flows I'm
0: not saying that it's not it's different if we're like busy we didn't have time or whatever but I also feel like people make time for what they want I've never seen you not look on Instagram. That doesn't stop. That doesn't have an ebb and flow. Twitter. And anything else. Mm-hmm. So we make time for the things that we want. I just feel like once a week should be like... And and that's even low.
1: So here's a question for you. Go huh Would you... Rather have, and I'm, I'm going to say this, on those slow weeks, right, where it might be only once a week, would you care if it was lazy sex?
0: What's lazy sex?
1: Like, like, laying on your side, just,
0: like. Just have at me.
1: Just have at me, finish what you got to do, and then go from there? Or would you rather have, like, so would you rather have, okay, scenario, Hypotheticals, right? Would you rather have. Is it
0: hypotheticals though?
1: I mean, everybody's had lazy sex before, but would you rather have lazy, quote unquote, lazy sex once a week, every week? Or would you rather have phenomenal sex every two to three weeks? But like, let's say in, in, in that two to three week, it happens like, it could happen like three times in one week and then nothing for a for, week and a half.
0: For a week and a half.
1: But like you have like three to four like amazing sessions, and then like a week. I mean and a half that's of like picking
0: the, the the lesser of two evils. I mean if I had to pick, I'd probably pick the lazy sex, so that way I, I at least I know I'm getting it. Like,
1: but even if it wasn't like, like it's just like it's, yeah.
0: But why tease yourself? Why have amazing sex, and then you have to take three weeks of not having no I'd sex? Say
1: three weeks.
0: All right. I'm but I, I'm I'm putting it in into true context.
1: Into true context. Okay.
0: So we were rocking. We Ah. were on the same wavelength. Sex has been fire. Okay. And then it just dropped. It just stopped.
1: (laughs) But what I'm saying though is that I thought I sat back today and I thought about it and it was I I I feel like part of it was came on my cycle and then immediately following that I got sick. So I was not feeling very like up to stuff. And and so I'm not saying that and like, and this is the thing, and I, I feel like you're not, you're not the only man who does this, or whatever. Because I've talked to a lot of my friends who are women, and one thing I feel like baffles us is what is the allure in having sex with your partner when she is sick, like snotting, coughing, like it's not.
0: I don't think it's an allure of it. I just think that we are horny, so it's like. Yes, you're sick, but that doesn't stop us from feeling the way that we feel. Like just because you're sick doesn't mean I'm not sick.
1: So you, but you, so you'd rather have like sick sex, and say that five times fast. So you would.
0: I would rather consistency. So if, so if I have to take trash sex for a consistency, I'd rather that as opposed to teasing myself of this amazing sex, but that's only going to come once a month. So we'll have amazing sex. This one week, and then for the next three weeks, I would love. For yourself,
1: friends, lovers, listeners, family, I would love to hear y'all' opinion on this because I I get where you're coming from because that's your opinion and you're entitled to it. And
0: it's my reality, but continue.
1: Okay. Um. But I would love to hear what you guys think about what type of sex would you rather have? Would you rather have great sex with having once a month no not once a month
0: yes because if because if it's one week that you have amazing sex but then for 3 weeks you're off that's once a month
1: no so let's say 2 to 4 times a month but it could be all oh, okay so we'll say that cuz 2 to 4 times a month cuz which means it could be all in one week or it could be every other week or it could be once a week or would you rather have guaranteed consistent Lazy sex, like, just toot it and boot it every week. But you know it's coming every week. So I would love to hear from you guys, like, which one, which type of sex would you prefer to have? Like, if you had to pick a rotation or a schedule. Because I would rather have, I think I'd rather have phenomenal sex
0: a couple of times a month
1: than lazy sex every week.
0: And I'd rather have consistent sex. I mean, I would love phenomenal sex, but I would rather, or let me get a girlfriend.
1: No, nigga. That's not how this works. You're selfish. Um, and here we go. You just apologized at the top of the episode for calling me selfish. And you called me selfish now because I won't let you get a fucking girlfriend. Make it make sense. This is what he about. Impulsive.
0: <laughs> literal with his words. That was kind of impulsive, I guess. I'm not apologizing for that, though.
1: Because you're laughing. You don't mean it. That's why.
0: And we're in good terms. So we're like, I can call you selfish. <laughs> My tip. I'll give that next week. What tip? I'm uh, about, about to give a relationship tip. I'm going to save that for the next week. Oh, okay. Based off of this. All right. Well, so with that, we yield with yet another episode of Lover's Quarrel.
1: Do you feel like we went below more than skim deep with our questioning? Do you feel like we...
0: Um. Yes and no. I'm going to reach out to them. We got to figure out if we can get some sponsorship from them or get the cards so that way we can play it more and kind of do it some of the questions were good I mean I liked it better than the other Yeah, they, they were
1: more pertinent to our lives
0: yeah so so as we conclude this episode we want to thank you again for listening to another episode of Lover's Quarrel we appreciate y'all all the responses we get the Emails we've gotten, everything, um, it, it doesn't go unnoticed. And, you know, every time I got to say thank you and, and, and I appreciate y'all. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, Lovers Quarrel 7. You can follow us on IG, Lovers Quarrel Show. And, and you can send an email to Show at gmail.com if you want us to quarrel about something. You want to give us, you want some advice on something or you just want to shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you want to say, Danielle, Danny, Buckethead, Freeman?
1: Anything else? What? Is there anything else? Any other names you want to call me?
0: I finished it on Freeman.
1: Oh, okay. No, I don't have anything else. I'm just glad that we had this opportunity to sit down together and chat and get to know each other and have these conversations because I think sometimes we, it's a good opportunity for us to remind ourselves why we're in a relationship with each other, remind ourselves of what we love about each other and also sometimes what makes us crazy. I think it's a good, uh, a healthy exercise.
0: And lastly, (coughs) before we get off, we didn't uh, get to really talk about it, but Danny and I are ambassadors for the B.O.R.G. sneaker ball. So we are sneaker ball ambassadors. Uh, The sneaker ball is happening on the 31st of January here in Maryland.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the proceeds will go to the Borg, which is a youth development nonprofit, providing enrichment programs, OST programs, leadership labs, college prep. Um, so this is a great way for you to be professional on the top.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Chill on the bottom. I'm here for it. Um, so uh, I'll be able to be cute. And my feet won't hurt at the end of the night. It's going to be glorious. So I will also drop the link um, here for you to purchase tickets for those who are free on the 31st and want to uh, put funds towards an amazing uh, program, organization, and allow them to be able to continue uh, assisting our youth in Baltimore City because they need it. and um,
1: The children are our future.
0: It's a... It's an amazing opportunity, and I think uh, I didn't get to go last year, so I'm really excited that we got a chance to be ambassadors, and I'm even more excited just to kind of be in the presence. Uh, Last year looked amazing, so Mm -hmm. they're doing it bigger and better. So uh, check them out. link will be in the bio. And as always, I'm your guy, TJ. And
1: I am your girl, Danny.
0: And we fuss.
1: We fight. But but we we love. love.
0: Bye. Bye. Buckethead. I hate her ass. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.